Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 14 of the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast presents Enchantress After Dark. This is a new series with the same great content, just a bit more intimate with our guests. In the past two years, we've been the official podcast for the Allure signing in 2022 and uh, Readers Take Denver convention in 2023. And so this year in 2024, I am thrilled to say that Dark Star convention, we are their official podcast. So we're going to be talking to a lot of those individuals that are attending. And this convention is happening August 29th through September 1st in New Orleans. All the information you can find on their website and... We go from there, guys. So today I'm excited to be welcoming back narrator Jacqueline Kelso. Welcome back. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's been like ongoing, you know, and I love it. Sometimes I get a little bit like, mm, when you guys come back, because I'm like, oh, what exactly are we going to talk about that we didn't talk about before? But the, the world, time, my friend, the world. <laughs> I'm on a different continent this time. I know you were in Asia and yeah. now you're back in the States. <laughs> I am moving, shaking, doing stuff. Yeah. It's been so nice to have you on the same time time zone, by the way. <laughs> it is. I know. I'm really struggling with that at this point. I'm not even going to be honest. Like I've been here over six months now. And even like my my internal clock is still still getting back to it. That's okay, though. That's okay. I can do this. I'm up for the challenge. So for those that may not have listened to our previous episode with you, I'm going to have, have you um, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been narrating, how you got started, and then we kind of go from there. I've been narrating for, I think, 15 years now, 10 years now, 10 years now, doing different stuff, um, not always audiobooks. I entered into the audiobook arena about four years ago, five years ago. I don't know. I don't know. Time is a construct, and mm -hmm. it's all fading away on me. Been busy doing audiobooks. Because yeah, you jumped on that and said, you know, I'm going to do this full time and jump into it about what four or five months ago, maybe. I kind of want to say a few years ago, but it seems, but it's because it seems like forever. Right. But yeah, full time has just been a handful of months. It's a privilege and it's a luxury to have the opportunity to do that. Obviously, my husband was a huge advocate and support system to say, hey, do this full time. Like you've got this. The opportunity is there in front of you and time is of the essence. Now do it now. And it's good to have someone like that in your camp that can support you in a variety of different ways. And I'm going to bring this up because I was before we got on the phone. So today has been a sh bit of a shit show. And then with the answer, I'm like, I need a good laugh before I start talking to my, you know, my Jacqueline. And yes. I was listening to <laughs> oh, God. the little <laughs> oh, my God. that you guys put together. Oh, uh, he's such a fucking idiot, isn't he? <laughs> oh, he has such a great laugh. And to me, that's like when you have such a good laugh and your laugh is also so, it's awesome, it's contagious. And then you just kind of like your whole body moves and you're like, oh, OK, I was sad a second ago. No, I'm not. I am in a one person booth, so it was quite the confined space and we were in it together. I have one mic set up, but no, I that was the work for Dakota Wild working on Feed the Birds. And that was such a fun experience. And she let me have creative control over it. It was such a fun collaboration. And there was a character that came up and I was like talking to my husband about it. You know, I was was reading ahead and I was like do you want to do a, a cameo? <laughs> I'm like, I got another man voice coming up in a couple of chapters. And I, I'm like, I just, I, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm curious how, how you would feel about it. And he was like, yeah, uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's do this. He is not, he does not have an artistic bone in his body. 
He is very much a jock. He's not even much of a reader, <laughs> not not a, a pleasure reader, like he reads for work and everything, but that was a fun experience. And I, I hope that we get to do that more often, honestly, because we were, that was a small snippet of the highlight reel of the bloopers, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> there was a lot more going on in there, but yeah, no, that was fun. That was so much fun. Really yeah, he, he seemed like he was having, and also that's the thing for me, like I, I know people are like, oh, how can you tell? I go, I don't know, but I can tell when you guys are having fun and enjoying the content that you guys are recording. There's something, I mean, you've heard the, the term, oh, the, the, the sparkle in the eye, you have the voice kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it seemed like you guys were having fun. I know I listened to that clip and I'm like, ma'am, can we add him to the roster? <laughs> well, I will say this. I am not the best teacher, not the best drama instructor. We would probably end up killing each other before we could ever get a full product out. But I mean, we could give it a try. I don't know. He has a full-time job and he likes what he does. So I think he leaves the artsy fartsy stuff to me. <laughs> but it's always good to have that, you know what? Eh, sure, I'll do it. Uh, you know, moment. Yeah. Too. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, we narrators, we understand that we are our own business in, in a sense. We are our own independent contractors. So we we run ourselves as a business. And when you have someone, when you are a partner, a, a loved one who is willing to step in and delegate and like pick up the reins where you drop off. Because really, honestly, I was uh, feeling a little under the weather when it came time to record that. Having him be able to step in and do that so I could stay on schedule, like how great is that? Just supportive of the business as a whole. I'm I'm very lucky. It is. It's, it's very good. Again, I was, I was like, respectfully, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a little hottie, isn't he? Yeah, I'll tell myself that I'll go to his head. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, whole package, supportive, you know, funny, good laugh. I mind you, none of this is physical stuff. And then I'm like, and then that's the other things. But I was like, girl, but I'm like, I'm also a sucker for like your voice. Oh, thank you. Whether it's the having a moment and just making your coffee and posting it on socials, or when you're doing some of the narrations, <laughs> or when you're literally like shooting the shit and it's just, I'm like, I can listen to her talk all the time. I'm like, oh, I thank you. Know. I, I think my husband would definitely disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no one's asking him. <laughs> yes, you can go away. Go, go work on your abs over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> grab the flamingo, go away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no one asked, buddy. <laughs> and your male voice is also really, really good. Uh, because so I'm like, it's Jacqueline talking. It's Jacqueline talking. Stop thinking it's hot. It's Jacqueline talking. You know, it's so funny. It's never really something that I considered. I mean, I I started out in theater and and singing and everything, and I I sang as an alto and a tenor, and a tenor, excuse me. And when you translate that into narration, I think like I I never really considered the fact that I, I had the ability to go a little lower, make it a little more natural. And then people started commenting on the male voice. And then I don't read reviews, but my assistant, who is incredible, and I love her, she always sends me the funny ones. And I, I appreciate that so much. Sometimes we print them out and I, I post them to the wall because they're hilarious. And, they keep, you know, that positivity keeps us going. But the just the, the some of the comments on the, the male voice, I was like, okay, wow. I am so glad that in this genre, you are finding this sexy. This is attractive to you. That's really something. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, the whole sense of this belief and then get, being in the story and not really realizing that it's almost like forgetting it's you as the, the the voice box right and you're just the character at that time and i'm like damn <laughs> i love you <laughs> yeah it's fun to do like i think there was a time 
when I I struggled with the idea of doing doing multiple characters or doing the male voice, you know, obviously there's a lot of conditioning and vocal health that you have to pay attention to in order to do that. I have so much respect for the veterans in this game that do it all the time, switch in and out of it. It's really super impressive, and I'm I'm getting there. I have all the time in the world. Uh, my favorite part about voice acting or acting in general is it is a never ending learning experience. There's always something to learn. There's always something to improve on. It's the evolution of what we're doing. <laughs> it's great. And I love it. And it's an art form. And I, and I think that that's where there is that flexibility. I know sometimes people are like, oh, I've been doing this for eons and I don't need coaching. I'm like, the fuck you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agreed. Completely agreed. When I said we are our own business, we certainly do not operate as a one-man army. I am surrounded by incredible amounts of support and people who know better than me, have more experience than me, are more talented than me. That's important. That is really important. I remember reading somewhere that if you feel like you are the smartest, most talented person in the room, then you are in the wrong rooms. Mm -hmm. I am humbled. I, I am often humbled and I enjoy the learning experience. There's so much to take from everyone in the game. It's definitely, I love that quote because I think everyone always kind of strives to be that smart person, like the subject matter expert, because it, you know, it feels of, it, you know, it feeds the ego. Yeah. Um, and it provides you that you've done all your due diligence and stuff like that. But if you're willing to stay there, it no longer becomes about you learning. It literally is just about your ego. Yeah. That's not a place you want to be left of self-center. That's where Jacqueline is. That's where you will find her. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> just, I know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not a narrator, nor will I ever do this. For If you ever need a quickie, I might be your girl, you know, for stuff like that. Oh, and but we do like quickies in this genre, don't we? <laughs> we do, and I have no problems with quickies. And that's fine. It'll probably be a thousand takes to get at the, the first, you know, the right one. That's okay. We like multiple takes. Yes, multiples are fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I've even considered taking some classes that you guys have taken just so I understand better what your career tracks are, how, you know, how the coaches are doing things, because, you know, learning is different for all of us. Yes. And any little thing that they can provide, uh, you know, knowledge on how I can work better with the narrator as well is a, a perk. So, I mean, again, not a narrator. <laughs> but we <laughs> like, like perks. We do. We do. You have started narrating. Uh, you did a lot of the indie stuff at first, and then you actually got into working with some of the big five publishing houses for audio. I have. I know, which is fantastic. I was like, yeah. uh, I think at times it becomes a goal for many of the narrators to work with one of them at the very minimum. You're currently working on ver with various of them. How are you finding that difference in the sense that when I feel like when you're working with a publishing house like that, you're an, an employee versus a freelancer. Whereas when you do indie, you are the and freelancing and this is your business and you do things as you need to do them. How have you been kind of like managing all that? Because it's different wheelhouses. The differences are one of the most significant differences I found is the the tools that are at your disposal when you're working for a production company or a publishing house. Uh, what we were just talking about, not being the smartest person or most knowledgeable person in the room. It's stepping into heaven for someone like me. Being surrounded by people who are more talented than me, are more knowledgeable than me, have more experience than me because they are at your disposal. You know, they are there for you. 
they direct you. You have a director in your ear. You have an audio engineer who's who's speaking, you, you know, talking you through recording. And it, I mean, talk about a learning experience. You just a, you become this sponge like you, like I become the sponge. I'm just absorbing what I can and asking a million questions and being the most annoying person in, in the world, I'm sure. But they've all been so incredibly generous about sharing with me, you know, because obviously at the end of the day, the goal is to produce a wonderful product that is a uh, representation of what the author created. That's what we're in here for, right? Yeah. When you move to the indie side of it, it's more self-directed, obviously. And you get that option working with the publishing houses as well, which honestly, I find impressive and I'm really just uh, smitten when they give me the opportunity to self-direct <laughs> when they're like no we trust you like we trust your choices go for it I've, I've had some in incredible producers with Penguin who have you know allowed me to self-direct and I've made choices I've made some choices and and they've gone with it they've loved it like what a humbling experience so I'm able to be that sponge and suck all that up and take it over to the complete independence and self-direction of all the indie projects that I've worked on. Mm -hmm. It's copacetic. It like it, it works together. It all flows together. It's one big happy family if you let it, right? Like that's the idea. I don't want one process to interrupt the other. I want it to work together to ultimately make me a better narrator and make me a better producer. I want to have more to offer my authors when they come to me seeking product, basically. It's a lot of work, though. I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I hate my nine to five and this and that. And for various valid reasons, they want out. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you're like, I'll do this freelancing. And it's a lot of work. You have to be your own admin assistant. You have to be the talent. You have to also be your financial manager, your CEO, and your social media and marketing director. <laughs> and you're going, yeah, and it's like, oh, I hate my nine to five. Okay, well, this is a nine to nine. This is a 12 to 12. This is a all day, every day. I mean, I eat, sleep, breathe what I'm doing at production at the time because I am that emotionally involved in it. I, I really am. Yeah, there's been a couple of times where we're like, step away from Oh, recording. yeah. All, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I have to tell myself to step away all the time. Like I've had to give myself a cutoff at night to be like, oh, okay, um, you're screwing up your eyesight, dumbass. And, <laughs> and, and you know, you're not hearing what you should be hearing because you're tired. So go to bed, eat a meal and rest, rest. There's always tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, why am I getting so cranky? Oh, I forgot to eat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. And the word like... So I have to time my eating around my recording because my stomach is a loud bitch. Let me tell you, we argue often, me and my my stomach, my digestive process, because it ruins my recording sometimes. It's, there is nothing worse than getting a flow, you know, getting a flow, getting into a nice rhythm. You're going, you're going, you're going, and your stomach won't shut the hell up. It's an assault on your senses. It's insanity. I digest really loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. So it'll go, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh my God. So I, I'm literally punching myself in the stomach sometimes. Not not hard, not hard. We still practice self-love around here, but 
I have to schedule my eating around uh, around recording. And sometimes I I will mentally offer it to myself as a reward. I'll be like, okay, let me just get through, get get this on one hour worth of audio recorded, and then I can go upstairs and I can eat something. Nice. <laughs> like yeah. that's the goal. So let's let's get into this rhythm. Let's get this right. No, I've done the same thing when it comes down to you doing one thing or another. I, I found that <laughs> rewards work for me. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am hugely reward-based. Yes. Positive reinforcement. And, and also the satisfaction of saying, I got that one thing done. Oh, girl, I am a checklist girl. Me too. It's frightening. So I have a ch- I painted a chalkboard wall in my kitchen. This is how um, neurodivergent I am. I keep my schedule there on the chalkboard wall easily accessible. I need to be able to see it. And then I have calendars all over the place. Electronic calendars don't work for me. Like sometimes I will, yeah, I'll I'll set an alarm. So it pops up like this meeting, it popped up. I was like, oh, Viviana, girl time. And (laughs) that helps because I'll, I'll get distracted. I'll get into something and forget what time it is. So it's like an alarm, like, hey, bitch, wake up. But I do, I have calendars and schedules and lists. And because I, there is nothing more satisfying and checking off something on your list, crossing it out. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so great. But then you realize, oh, it's a scroll, not a, not a post-it. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. I took a picture. So I have a dry erase marker and I wrote notes on, I have an, an Apple mini, like a, the Mac mini computer in my booth. And I take the dry erase marker and I will write notes on it and then I will cross them off as I uh, get to them on the list. So me and my producer, or was it my editor? I think it was my editor last time, the last Penguin project that I did. I was crossing them off and he and I were trying to get on the same page about wh- like where we were so he could expect what was coming in that day. And so I took a picture of that and I sent it to him. And I'll, I'll never forget his response. He was like, this was his name is Chris. He was like, you, he's like, you, you, you're different. He said, you're, you're different. I like you. <laughs> Then you do things really super differently. And I just, he said, you're, you're dancing to your own beat. <laughs> and I was like, uh, thank you. Okay, no. no, but it was, it was a huge compliment, obviously. Someone who's been doing it as long as he does and, and works with, you know, the big of the big five to say that they really enjoy uh, the way that you do things, even though you're strange as fuck. Yeah, that's a compliment. It is. But I mean, it's, it's interesting too, because like I, growing up, I was never diagnosed with any kind of near divergence. And I was, you know, straight A student, expectations and note taking stuff like that. And then when I go into college, it's a lot less loosey-goosey kind of thing. And I'm like, whoa. And that's when I'm like, oh, okay. Realizing, you know, to-do lists and task lists and things like that. And then now I'm like, sticky notes all over the place. There's pens everywhere. I'm the first one that will tell someone like, you know, you have a notes in your phone and I'm going, yeah, the fuck I don't use it. And like, and, <laughs> and a good pen, like you said, oh, a good smooth writing pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the things sometimes when I go to the conferences, I, I restock my pens via the authors. And it's like, when they have a good one, like I'm still using a, <laughs> Hailing Winters from last year's uh, Reader's Take Denver event. Yeah, and nice. It, it nice. smells so nice. Like it feels nice on the hand and it writes so well. I'm so excited to go to cons and get swag. Girl loves swag. It does. <laughs> I mean, like I've, with all the years that I've been doing this, the I've lost count at the number of <laughs> events that I have gone to in the variety capacities that I've gone to them. And it's still fun and great. And one of the reasons why I love being the official podcast for an event, because it's a little awkward when you go into a, you're literally going into a room, a huge mm-hmm. ass room, by the way. And there's 
rectangular tables and you're going, oh, where the fuck do I start? Yeah. Do they have like a flow chart on the floor like Ikea? Sort of. So kind of like Ikea in the herding system, um, you will be given, you know, a lot of these uh, events do have like the maps of where the authors are sitting. Nice. Okay. That makes sense. We like maps. I'm a mall rat, former mall rat. Yeah. (laughs) I love watching the reader groups, like the attending reader groups when they start talking about how they're going to be color coding things, depending on the genres, if they have two or three books. It's one color. If they've never read or listened to the author, it's this other color. And I'm like, okay. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. That is a level of organization that I aspire to be. Many even have created and shared with the groups, like a list of the attending authors and narrators and their work. Like so-and-so, John, that they write in a list of books or the link to their, you know, their websites and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, thank God I don't have to. I thank God I'm not the one creating those. I'm like, oh, I don't have to do that. Thank you, people, for being awesome and doing it. Oh, ab- absolutely. That's that's my one of my favorite parts about this community, the, the publishing community, the book community, the audiobook community, is that everyone comes from a different background. Everyone learns differently. Everyone operates differently. Everyone has so many different skill sets that come together to create something amazing. I love that. Because they're, you know, I, I'm the type of person where... If I'm not good at something, but I I need that skill set in my life, then I love surrounding myself with people that can teach me or that I can watch work their magic. But so you're going to actually, this 2024, it's going to be the year Jacqueline steps into public. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Hold on to your butts. She's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, as long as I don't hear it. No, that's my thing. I promise. No, it's going to be really fun. I am looking forward to just meeting everyone. I, I feel like I've literally and figuratively been off on this island by myself, you know, when I was out in Japan and it's like, she's back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so I know this is airing a little like the very beginning of February and um, I, you're um, you're still waiting to hear back from some of the events that you've the, that you applied for because a lot of people don't understand. It's not just one of those things I want to go and you get added to the list, right? You have to apply. There's some requirements that depending on who the what the event's about, yes, um, and things like that. But we I, we can talk at least. Um, I know Dark Star has already approved, and they've announced you. I was like so happy that you're going to Dark Star. I know, me too. I am so excited. First of all, road trip. Uh, <laughs> loves a good road trip. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, my my husband is going to come and be my little Yay! partner. Um, yeah, I know. Right? We need to get him that T-shirt. Which one? That, that kind of one is like, I'm the sexy boyfriend or uh, what is it? I'm the sexy man that carries her book. Something like that. Uh, yeah, that sounds Yeah, good. I'll have yeah. to find it. I'll have to send them. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to make it a make it a little vacation. Get some FaceTime out there. Meet everyone. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Any other of the other events uh, announced yet that you're going that we can share or not yet? They have not. Not yet. But we got one one coming up around the same time frame that I think that they're they're going to announce soon. Okay, cool. What is it that you're looking forward to the best to being at, not only at an event, so you're not just going as a, like, like I'm going to some of these Mm -hmm. where I'm just a reader, quote unquote, listener. Just a reader, listener. (laughs) You know, you, we, what are we and what is the con and what is our job without you all? So you guys are the foundation of this. It's the point. And so that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Like we have a job because of the listeners and they have content because of the authors and their imagination and their creativity and their talent. So I'm I'm looking forward to walking in and just 
being amongst uh, the foundation of this community. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about swag and merch. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I have amazing creativity in my corner. It's not just me. God, I, I like to be told what to do. I, I'm like, I don't know, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to come up with something good. Yeah, I want I want people to enjoy themselves. I want people to leave my table. I mean, they might be like, she's a little weird. That's not what I expected. You know, that's cool. That's cool with me. I'm strange. I want them to just... Be not disappointed. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just want them to have a good time, you yeah. know. And and for whoever wants to to come up to the table and hang out and get some swag, I know there's going to be some uh, giveaways, possibly. I don't know. And to just put a face to a name, if that helps them or ruins the fantasy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me prep you for this. You're going to be getting to sign a bunch of different things. You're going to have the traditional Kindles and T-shirts. And like I have uh, two small pillows that look like library cards. So like you can put the date Ooh. and then your signatures. And I have one for narrators and one for authors. So I'm taking those with me. Others will bring similar stuff like that or like a canvas, like a print. And then there's going to be the one that brings like the stuffed animal that looks like a penis. And <laughs> I should have signed that. We do like a good set of balls. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this one's thick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, there's uh, there was a line in Carissa Kinward's uh, Christmas at Coconut Creek that released around Christmas. The Gooch. I had to have my husband explain to me that that, that is often a reference to um, the, you know, the area, the, the, the Gooch. He said, yeah, when it's, he, he said that the, when it's not the taint, when it's not the balls and it's not the ass, <laughs> the gooch. I was like, okay, okay. I'm, we're, we're learning new things. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. I interrupted you with a very strange anecdote. Well, I, when we, when I was doing this for a Lord two years ago, this is a similar conversation that I was having with Megan Beg Price, who was a narrator. And I brought it up about the penis and how they have little, like, it could be like swag. So they look like little penis, like little, you know, figurines of sorts. And then they have the stuff on them. And she's like, no. And I go, no, yes. We went back and forth on the no and the yes for a little while. <laughs> now we're at the events and we're at the red carpet. And she's like, I have something for you. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> she hands me my very own stuffed penis. And I was like, oh, and she, she did. And she signed it. I'm like, I may have to take this with me now to Dark Star <laughs> just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how the, the event not only continues to grow and evolve, but also you guys for the first time being able to interact. I love people watching. And so being able to kind of see that reaction of like, oh my God, you're Jacqueline Kelso. And yes. then also your reaction to like, <laughs> oh my God, you're so-and-so, because I know you'll have that too. Oh, I will. Yeah. Every, even everyone that I've, I've people that I've worked with, other narrators, authors, and people that I've gotten the, the opportunity to uh, interact with on social media. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. I really look forward to that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this new thing that you kind of started a little while ago that you're starting to finally <coughs> post about. <laughs> one um, thing, one thing. You remind me. A.A. Not a a a a a. Yeah, <laughs> audio alchemy. Yes, it's the this opportunity that I've had to produce under under that name um, a few times now, and and mm -hmm. quite a lot into the new year. Yeah, we've picked up a handful of titles. It's me. It's it's just me. It's Jacqueline. It's it's the evolution of 
my version of audiobook production, it's going to be fun. That's what, mm-hmm. that's all I'll say. <laughs> it's got to be something. It has been. I mean, you have the Feed the Birds is a recent release through that. Yes. And that was, like I had said, an, such an incredible collaboration that was fun. I do this job because I want to. So I want to have fun. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want as many people who want to collaborate with me in audio alchemy to do just that and just make good stuff, you know, good Mm -hmm. audiobooks. That's the idea. So we had Feed the Birds, and this month and next month we'll be entering into um, A Familiar Magic by E.M. Rinaldi, which is, I, I keep calling it my passion project. Because I invested in it, because I believe in it. it w- it's an incredible opportunity. I was a Twilight girly. I was. No. I'm not going to lie. I really? Was. I would have never guessed. I know, right? <laughs> what team are you, though? Team Jacob? Team Jordan. I was Team Bella. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you don't need a man. No, I, yeah. I was, though. I was super... <laughs> Team Bella. I was super, I was always a weird kid. I was super team Charlie as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I I wanted her, I wanted her to become her own person. That's why Breaking Dawn was big for me. Like that was, I went to the midnight release at Barnes and Noble. You would. Yeah. (laughs) With like even the cover art where the queen on the chessboard steps forward. Oh my God. Goosebumps. Chills. (laughs) Fucking chills right now. Right? Like that's so, I, I was team Bella. I really was. So E.M. Rinaldi's book and her series reminded me a lot of that series, but I feel like one of the biggest differences and what I supported so much and why I'm having so much fun doing this is that her Bella, which her name is Kaya, starts out on her own two feet and with that strength that I wanted to see from that character from the beginning. Mm. That only, you know, evolves and develops into something more. I love what that happens. Oh, witches and shifters and magic and demons and and sound effects and music. Yeah, this is very representative of what audio alchemy offers, can offer. We don't always do the immersive, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. I've I've been so incredibly lucky to be able to work with with authors who trust a vision even as scatterbrained as it might be at times, <laughs> uh, and just let me move into to a direction artistically and take their baby because their books are their babies. Yes. And the goal is to always do it justice. And that's, I think, and also for the listeners to enjoy it. It's, again, like I said before, I can tell when you guys are having fun and I have enjoyed the, the, the text, but it's the same thing with the author when I'm like, ooh, they really liked writing this story. And I'm a sucker for a paranormal fantasy. So I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. My 13, oh my gosh, it's 14 now year old niece has been, both of us are very super neurodivergent. We're very sensitive to sound. So while there is music and there is sound effects and it is considered immersive, we're, we're considering it light immersive in that, you know, graphic audio, RB Media, who has done like, I think they have like, who is it? David Rycheck over there, Justin Williams, Grayson Holland, Lauren Wood sound designing and it's incredible obviously we all love it it's epic it's like what do they call it a movie for your ears Mm -hmm. so this wanting to do this all really started out with my niece who enjoys graphic audio but for someone like her it's it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. she was overwhelmed she was overwhelmed by the sound so she and i were talking back and forth about 
like a lighter version of that. Like, you know, I even consider the books themselves fantasy light. Fantasy can be very difficult with the world building. Yes. And the names. Oh, my (laughs) God. It can be very, very confusing. And I am not the sharpest crayon in the box. Let me tell you, like, sometimes you got to draw me a map. And I'm like, I'm not like I'm not getting it when I want to get it. And that's frustrating. So this like getting this series, Familiar Magic and a Familiar Betrayal, is kind of it was just perfect. It, It was just perfect because it's like a it's a step into the fantasy realm without Again, like the sound we're going for without being overwhelming. I think the story and the world she built is very easy to follow. And so I was like, let's translate that ease into fantasy with an ease into an immersive sound. So you're going to get the sound effects. You're going to get the music. You're going to get the more enveloped experience than a regular audiobook. But the idea is to not overwhelm, if that makes sense. Absolutely. When I'm having to struggle because they're talking by the side of the street and I'm hearing the cars and the horns more, and I'm like, this is like being at home and I don't like it. Yes. Yeah. I, it's just for someone like my niece and even someone like me who just has a hard time focusing. I'm like, OK, well, let, let's take all the good that's coming from what audiobooks are turning into. Because like I said, RB Media Graphic Audio is doing that. Troy Duran at Dark Star Romance is, is doing that, entering into this world. And it's so exciting to see people be like, AI, oh, AI who, right? Like, right, we're humans and we. this is what we're going to do. This is what we're turning into. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting to see that. I'm excited too. Yeah. I'm, are you? Are you I excited? am. I am excited. <laughs> A, I'm all about supporting my, my friends. Thank y'all. I, I really just appreciate <laughs> all of the support. You you guys have no idea. It's I have so many people who <laughs> lift me up every day, really lift me up and like remind me that I love this job. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need the reminder. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you're tired or things are just not going right or, or that like, email the, the reply never comes to you because you've been waiting for two weeks and I'm not. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or even as an engineer, when the technical stuff is not, I mean, let's, this is very much a, a passion project. I am going at the, the technical side of this alone. You know, I, I have an incredible co-narrator in, in Zach Weber who was also a champion of this and a champion of me, just little old me doing, like taking the series on. And, you know, he stepped into this and stood beside me and his support as well as everyone else's has really fueled this project. It's, oh, it's fueled it like a fire. And I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to release it. Me too. I'm excited to listen to it in full. I heard little clips. You guys are not going to be disappointed. <laughs> they're like i love people are gonna be like ah, be the judge on that no, i'm kidding like i hope that they enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed making it and so i know that you're working on your on the uh audio alchemy social media and uh, same thing with the website so hopefully me not not giving you a deadline by the airing of this episode not at all jacqueline um <laughs> i know I, I think I, we could do a landing page right yes a landing page. Page. yeah i've suggested all we need a landing page and like if an author is interested in getting their books and audio to be able to have that conversation and and especially when uh, right now i think people are still convinced that audio costs your firstborn an arm and a leg in the house and in, in, in anywhere and it's in yeah. there is a cost associated because people do gotta get paid folks okay just like the authors that write the stories and want to get their paycheck when someone buys it so does all the artsy creative side of things 
Yes, please do. <laughs> yes, please. But there are different ways to go about it. I know that that's the kind of conversation that you and your team will have with anyone that is interested in working with Audio Alchemy to be able to see, okay, what is it? And also, here's the thing. Save the money. Yes. Save the money. It's worth it. Like you were saying, an affordable uh, move forward for authors. I don't want them to be like, oh, my God, you know. I can't afford you. I can't afford this service. I can't. I'm like, okay, you know, Audio Alchemy is investing in projects. I'm like, let's like lay it out for me. Let's talk about this. So we'll have that information by the time this uh, you know episode airs. Yes. Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> Kelso, get your shit together. <laughs> you did say you did like a good deadline and a to-do list. So <laughs> yeah, I do. I did. No, you're right. I'm, okay. Where's my pencil? I'm going to write it down right yes. now. <laughs> One of the things I love doing with our guests is playing the game of two truths and a lie because you guys are very creative and usually actors. And so you're good at lying. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm lying? I saw a sound on TikTok the other day. It was hilarious. Yeah. It said, you think I'm lying? And I am. I am lying. I'm like, yeah, that's actors. That's yeah, us. That's actors. <laughs> so I gave you the homework. You homework. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for you to come up with three things for you to tell us about yourself. And we need to figure out which one's the lie. Okay, you ready? You ready? I'm ready. ready for this. All right. I am quite the handy woman. You may not know that about me. I have my own set of tools that no one is allowed to touch because I can fix shit. I'm really good at it. There's one. Mm -hmm. Another one. I am licensed to drive on both the left and the right side of the road. Watch out. <laughs> and another is I am fluent in sign language. Mm. Now, yeah, not just languages of the tongue, my friends. <laughs> she knows how to use her hands, her mouth and her hands. Mm. Double trouble there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have handy. You're a handy woman when you and you actually own your own set of tools that you do not lend out because they're your tools. I get that. It's, yeah. It's like, you know, lending out a book. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made that mistake once with Eclipse came out of my series and I never saw it again. But, you know, I digress. I know. I know. I've had the same thing with other books. I'm like, oh, monsters. All right. The other thing is you are licensed to drive on both the left and the right side. So technically legal, but just not when the different contents because, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then last, you are fluent in sign language. So which one mm -hmm. is the lie? And then UK and Asia, I think it driving is on the left versus the right. So that's the truth, I think. It is. Yes. <laughs> so the lie. Okay. You ready for it? Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking how I'm trying to remember how handy you really are. <laughs> and by, and by handy, like, think about it too. Handy tools and handy sign language, either way works. Yeah, very true. It could be that you know sign language and you're not fluent. So maybe the lie is the that you are fluent in sign language. That is correct. I am not fluent in sign language. I actually, something people may not know about me, I wear a hearing aid. It's bedazzled and it's mm. on my left ear. And I will lose more of that percentage of hearing over time. It's just hereditary. It's something that's happening. And so I am working on becoming fluent in sign language. I can teach you all the bad words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We like bad words. Yeah. And when I was in, in middle school, I went to Rockway Middle School in Miami. And it was a immersive kind of school. We had, you know, so a school for the deaf in, included in there. And so when we were in chorus, we had the, the interpreter with us. And the students were also going to regular classes. It's not like they were isolated in just the deaf, you know, classes. They were Englishes and stuff that they were there and the interpreter was with them. So we learned to communicate with them because they were our classmates. Oh, that's, a, see, I love that. That's amazing. 
That's exactly. And it's uh, and on my list of things to do. <laughs> um, long fucking list is to also become fluent in sign language. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Because there's something I, I didn't say about my niece that, that we also share, you know, she's neurodivergent like I do. She also has the same hearing problem in, in her left ear and she also wears a hearing aid. And, and I did, I wasn't going to give that away because I didn't want to give my two truths and a lie yes, or one lie and a two. <laughs> yeah. So, Going into the light immersive was that's also beneficial to her. The whole point of of audiobooks that that's even how it began is an enabling service, right? Yes, absolutely. It's being able to provide a different way of getting the exact same information. Exactly. So I'm really excited for someone like her, you know, to pop off her hearing aid like I do mine and, and put the headphones on and and enjoy. Yeah. And then also, so yeah, so we'll, we'll, between now and Dark Star, we'll see how fluent we can get. Yes. So not only do I know the bad, bad words, I mean, I also know the very basic stuff, like, you know, bathrooms, this and that. Are you okay? So you will see me signing with, like, with my twin sister when we're in the same room together. Oh, I love that. I'm really trying to, to learn to get fluent because I read lips a lot at this point. It is what it is. I think it makes me me. Well, I mean, it's the same way someone wants to say, hey, I want to, I want to learn French. I want to learn German. I want to learn, you know, Mandarin. It's sign language is a language, is a full-fledged language, and it's very creative and artsy and easy and, uh, and <laughs> some of them are obvious and you're going, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen someone sign a Rihanna concert? Oh, I yes. I mean, it's like Rihanna showed up as her backup. Absolutely. Yeah. It is very much so, and being able to express yourself. So hopefully between now and then, we'll get a little bit more fluent. Yes. And uh, we'll be able to have a little bit like, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. The other thing that I love to do is during the Patreon segment, we do a, a, question, a short, you know, quick round of would you rather, where I make you guys choose between two different things, because that's always fun. And one of the questions is always like, would you rather tell everyone your guilty pleasures or never partake in your guilty pleasures again? And... <laughs> When you answer it as my guest, I want to say that 99.9% of the time, they're like, I'll tell everybody. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then we leave it at that. But I think that's also why they answer that. Because I'm like, she's not going to ask like the hell I am. <laughs> so now, because that's the thing too, I've always told you guys, okay, well, the next time you're on the podcast, we're going to talk about these guilty pleasures. So here we are. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is I'm I'm gonna out myself as a complete and utter weirdo, but yeah, I'd rather I'd rather say it than never get to do it again. <laughs> so what's your guilty pleasure? I'm a picker. So I enjoy falling to sleep to ASMR pimple popping videos. Wow. I know, right? Oh my god, it's so disgusting. My husband is like, you are so fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> you find like, a sexy though. You married yeah, like, me. What are you watching? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's that thing inside of me, you know, being a, I'm a picker, hyper pickle pepper. That's me. It just scratches a part of my brain that helps me fall asleep. There's something so incredibly satisfying about it. And you know what? You know what? It may be weird. I may be very, very weird. However, didn't they like TLC do a whole show about it? They gave a dermatologist, Dr. Pimple Popper, her own show. I can't be the only one. Let your freak flags fly, my friends. I'm not the only one, right? So, no, but so I learned that the act of picking is an anxiety thing. Oh, great. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> so when I color my hair, and some of you guys may have seen it on the photos, I put what mm -hmm. they call it like, thank you. They, they put, the, my stylist put on, I call it like sparkles or people call it ribbons, you know, like and stuff like that. Well, they get tied onto your hair by like a clippy thingy and then she squeezes it. Right. 
Yes. I have taken out like three or four at night as I'm like, because I'm picking at it because it's something there. Yes. There's something so satisfying about picking, picking, picking it. And then it like being gone. Yeah. It's like that check mark. Yeah. Off. But also the anxiety of like, I did not just spend $200 for this not to stay on. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, for sure. And I'm like pushing it back up, but, but I, I, that's when I'm like, okay, what, what is this? And I did the reason, like, yeah, it's an anxiety thing. And I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah. It's something to do. My brain doesn't stop, but I would not go with pimples. Yeah. No, you're fucking gross, Jacqueline. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. Right. It's so it's weird. It's weird. I know it's weird, but I, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. No, no people do it all the time. I, I know people that, that that enjoy it. And that's like the running joke between what boyfriends and girlfriends. Like, can I pop your pimple? <laughs> and oh, the boyfriend's like, get away. Or, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get him every that's time. That's a sign of trust and love, folks. <laughs> it is. It really is. Now sit there and let me sit on you and pop that thing on your face. Yeah. <laughs> So sexy. When is an author going to write that in? No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Oh <laughs> my God. I mean, that's realness. That's some realness right there. He straddled me and popped my zit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's probably going to think, oh, I'm getting lucky. And she, she gets all on him very sexy and lowers herself down and says, I need you to stay very, very, I like very it. still. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whispers that in his ear. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he feels a pinch. Because she gets the massive honking whitehead on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's some literary realness right yeah. there. <laughs> I like a little separation. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Please don't. Not doubt. And you did the following thing to me at the last time you were on the show. You guys sometimes tend to flip the script and all of a sudden you guys become the hostess with the mostest and start asking me questions. And I have to rein you guys in because (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, we're not talking about me here. People don't want to care. Don't no, mm -mm, Don't do it. So with this new series, I'm I'm letting you guys ask me anything. So if you have any Mm. questions. Yeah, I got one for you. Okay. 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 So what is the strangest the strangest routine that you have ever had someone tell you, a narrator tell you, when getting into the booth before getting, you know, a lot of us say, oh, we brush our teeth or we gargle or we drink some water. You know, what's the strangest thing you think anyone's ever told you? I run through the woods naked. (laughs) (laughs) You know, does anybody do anything weird? Because I I have had producers tell me a few people that have done some, some weird things before recording. That is, I mean, and it's a question sometimes I do ask you guys, like, how do you get ready for before getting in the booth? And so immediately when you asked, I went Sebastian York. (laughs) Really? Onion and like peanut butter sandwich, something like that. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) sir, I know. Okay. I need to have a conversation with him. First of all, totally fucking jealous over your digestive system because mine would speak to me. It would be a character in the book. It would become a character in the book. With the onion. Yeah. It would, honestly, with anything. I think I was watching someone, I was flipping through TikTok, you know, killing time, and I saw someone recording live and she was eating in between chapters. And I was so impressed. I was like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. How do you, I, I cannot do that. My stomach talks. She is a talker. But I would have to ask him that. How's your stomach cooperate with that? That is interesting. It is. I'm, I'm going to find the clip and add it here and then tell you exactly what he said. That is crazy. And he's like, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't think I will. Mm-hmm. I don't think I will, but thank you for sharing. 
Yeah, it was just one of those things where I'm like, that is weird. That's also how I learned about the sour apple and sucking on that and kind of drying out your mouth was Mr. Sebastian York. For the amount of years he's been doing that, it's uh, awesome for him to share. I also learned about wine because he likes wines. (laughs) I'm constantly learning from you guys. Does Sebastian have a glass of wine? Yeah, he yes, he does. He usually when we have chat in the past, we're you know we're good on him. Tells us, yeah. I'm like, what are you drinking now? (laughs) What's your sour? I'm (laughs) such a lightweight that I would be drunk. (laughs) Like I couldn't do it. I could it. Alcohol affects me so quickly and so efficiently. I could not do it. I can have a glass, but usually I'm more of a uh, like a white wine girl, and specifically the Rieslings because they're sweet. And I'm sorry, but like I like the like I'll do a glass of mead. There's still, you know, still that alcohol content, but I'm also like, if it's going to make me gag or feel like I'm drinking, rubbing alcohol, bourbon, why? (laughs) Exactly. What's the point? What's the point? (laughs) But like I do port and things like that, but I don't do a whole lot of drinking at all either because I get very lovey-dovey. Me too. But you know, that's, that's us drama kids. Feel the wall, feel your neighbor, feel the empty space. (laughs) And most of the time when I go to these things, I'm working anyway. So I'm like on. So that's been the weirdest that I've uh, that I've heard um you That's guys definitely strange <laughs> yeah like I said it's something new that I'm asking about you know like those guilty pleasures yours is definitely going to be on that list now uh- <laughs> I know oh. Official weirdo over here. Yeah, we're okay. human beings. <laughs> that's what we do. We're humans. And that's also the whole thing is like, that's because we are humans. We are have our idiosyncrasies. We all have our likes and dislikes. And, you know, we just got to be kind and, you know, hire human voices. Uh, plug that yes, in please and, do. We like yes, that. We do like that. Much preferred. So before we go, can you tell us what you're currently working on and what's coming out next that you can share? Let's see. I am currently still working on the immersive fantasy and what's coming out. I think being published later this month is a podium production, The Puck Secret by GN Wright. Yeah, that was a oh, that was a good one. That was hot. I so appreciate erotica and the imagination of these amazing indie authors and what they put into these scenes. There's a basement scene in that one. I had to take a step back. Like, I, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, it was <laughs> hot. It was, she is an incredible writer. It was hot. The story is so good. I was into it. Um, I cannot wait to see where the series goes. But yeah, that's a hot one. I uh, was able to do that duet with uh, Liam DiCosimo. DiCosimo, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to pronounce it wrong, but he's up. I love him. He's incredible. He is such an incredible voice, incredible voice actor, and incredible person. He's he's super nice. So, yes, super nice. Very communicative in the process. We like that. We do like that. We do like that. I, I've just really been blessed with co-narrators moving forward. I, I really have. So that one's coming out. I think it's uh, up for pre-order right it now. It is up for pre-order. I just checked. Yeah. So there's the ant one and then moving into some seasonal stuff, Mm. you know, 2024 is looking really good, really good. I am excited about all of the trad pub and indie authors that I, that I get to work with all the way through to December. Nice. Booked up. Yeah. That's good. We do like that, don't we? We as freelancers, the hell yeah, we do. <laughs> we really do. You know, I've kept some slots open because I know I have people emailing me all the time and and emailing my my business manager all the time. So I keep those slots open for those indie authors that are looking for an investment into their productions. But booked up into the new year. That's a good thing. 
It is. But yeah. Hopefully you've also booked some vacation aside from the convention that you know. Well, I will be on the other coast closer to this fall, possibly another con. Uh, And my husband and I are planning to make a meal of that one. We're going to we're going to make a vacation of that one and spend some time out there. See some friends, see some family. It'll be good. Good. Looking forward to all that. And I know that you're going to be posting information about these as they come up and and you are able to share on your socials. So that's going to be a good thing. But thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. It's been a pleasure as always talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. If you're not following Jacqueline on their social media, don't worry. Take a few minutes and uh, just click on the links that I'm going to provide on the main landing page of this episode. So you guys don't have to go hunting on it and just click on the follow. And also make sure to get your dark con tickets because that's where she'll be. And uh, it's going to be fun. A bunch of other authors and narrators, including someone that we were talking about that likes to have onions and um, peanut butter. (laughs) Yes, sir. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, sorry, no. So there's going to be, so again, go to the website, www.darkstarcon.com to learn more and also grab those tickets while we can. Until next time, happy listenings. Thank you to all of our audiobook loving podcast, Patreon. The Audiobook Loving Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shoutouts, special exclusive content, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobookloving. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening.